So how did you find out that it was going to be a book, an official book? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was a good day. We've only just begun. Welcome to The Yarn, a School Library Journal production. I'm Travis Yonker. That voice you just heard was author Kate Beasley. The book she was talking about, the one that's going to be a real book, is her debut novel, Gertie's Leap to Greatness. And this season, season two of The Yarn, is all about that book. In season one, we focused on the graphic novel Sunnyside Up by Jennifer and Matthew Holm. The Holmes are well-established children's book creators. For season two, we wanted to go back to the beginning. Yeah, I'm excited to watch someone live their dream. This is my co-host, Colby Sharp, and I. We were driving to an event in Chicago last spring and decided to turn on the recorder. Jenny and Matt are doing that, but they have been doing that. Like, to see somebody as their dream is is happening, it's, it's an honor to be able to, to follow it. I'm excited. So, this season, we'll be hearing about the debut author experience by someone living it right now. But before we get back to Kate Beasley, I wanted to get the perspective of someone who's been there before. I was living in New York City when I wrote my first book, Our Only May Amelia. So I called our friend from season one, Jennifer Holm. Our Only May Amelia was inspired by um, my dad's family. They're uh, Finnish immigrants, Finnish-American immigrants who grew up in the um, Pacific Northwest. I wrote it over several years, two or three years. So it wasn't this dramatic situation where I went to a corner cafe and wrote it in a month or anything like that because I had a crazy day job. So I wrote it very slowly. What was the hope there? I mean, was the hope, I want to be a writer for children or were you just kind of trying it out? I just, I would say it wasn't as clear that I wanted to be a writer for children. No. So what happened was I wrote it and the original draft of May Amelia is, is very dark, um, and so I sent it out thinking it was literary fiction. I had a ton of rejections over a year, I don't know, like 14 maybe. Mm-hmm. But I guess I took it kind of matter-of-factly. I think I just, I was already in a, a field advertising, which was a field where there's a lot of rejection involved. So I had toughened up a little. So I, I just thought, well, you know, eventually if it's any good, somebody will um, will discover it. And I ended up sending it to um, an agent who was who a friend of mine knew, and her name is Jill Grinberg. And I sent it to Jill, and she, that was the most crazy thing. Was she she loved it, and she called me right away, and she said, um, "What do you think if I send this out as a children's book?" Huh. And I and I thought. It seems a little dark for a kid's book, but, you know, I was just so happy that somebody liked it. I would have done anything she said. (laughs) I was just so happy. And uh, I said, sure. And then she sent it out um, for an auction. And an auction is when they send a manuscript out to several publishers at the same time. And um, HarperCollins bought it. An editor there named Jeannie So who is a legend and is amazing. She's um, the publisher at Chronicle now, I believe. She she bought it. And the funniest thing was after she bought it, she said, I'll put all that dark stuff back in. So I did. 
when it sold, um, what was your attitude? What was your feeling? Nobody believed it. I mean, it was crazy. I think my first, but everybody was so excited about it when I finally got a, a, the signed the contracts and got the check. My husband somehow snuck the le- the, the letter that came with it to my mom, who had it framed. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of pride. What was your mood then when the book actually published? It was crazy. It was on you know we couldn't believe it was being published. It was a, it was also like a crazy time in my life. It was published. Uh, like the week after I got married. So at the oh, wedding, wow. I'm handing out copies of the book to people. <laughs> My husband thought it was very funny. The first book was just all icing and gold and all happiness because there, you can't quite beat that just going into a store or the library seeing something you wrote on the shelf. It's really a magical moment. Over the next few episodes, we'll be looking at Gertie's Leap to Greatness from a number of angles, but especially from the perspective of the person at the center of it all. So, let's get back to debut author Kate Beasley, talking about when she found out her book was going to be a book. Yeah, then there was the day where we found out it was going to Macmillan, and it was going to be a real book. It was like It all happened in like one day that you realize it's going to become a real book. And even then you doubt, you're like, you know, I'm going to wake up in the morning and everybody will have emailed me and said, you know what, never mind, we've changed our mind. This season on The Yarn, we'll hear more from Kate, but we'll also hear from other voices, like the editor of Gertie's Leap to Greatness, Grace Kendall. In the end, six houses competed in an auction, and I think I had at least two nightmares during that period where I, I had very vivid dreams of losing the auction that another house had preempted Uh, And we, you know, we had lost the manuscript. But in the end, that didn't happen, thank goodness. (laughs) Kate's sister, Circus Mirandus author Cassie Beasley. I do think a big part of our childhood was in imagining, um, you know, and creating our own worlds. Because there were all of those times where I forced you to be all of the minor characters in the stories I had made up. And I feel like I was training you to write and I should get a percentage No. No? No. No, you didn't like being trained in that way? (laughs) And cows. They're getting hungry. From the Beasley Farm in Georgia. Thank you, Philip Stead, for our theme music. Additional music for this episode by Nangdu from the Free Music Archive. You can contact us via email at theyarnpodcast at gmail.com and visit us online at the School Library Journal website. Next time, on The Yarn, editor Grace Kendall. Thanks for listening.